Hi everyone, this is Kimberly Markey and this is uh, Run All the Races podcast with me uh, today. We have Perfectly Goofy Gail. And, and we are going to talk about the 2016 Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend. Yay! Because, you know, running Dopey the weekend before is not quite enough. <laughs> so basically, if you run all the races at Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend and all the races at uh, Star Wars Weekend, it's basically seven races in 11 days, and it's 71 miles. Woohoo! So I feel like I'm good for the month. I have like a couple <laughs> days to spare before I have to really do anything again. Yeah, I haven't run yet. I've only been oh, cross-training. I have this. I still have this rotten crud from Walt Disney World weekend that hasn't quite decided to vacate my whatevers. So, like, yeah, I, I've walked the dogs, but that's about it. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk. Let's just jump right into it. So, um, Star Wars Half Marathon weekend. So, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. I left. <laughs> <laughs> It starts on um, the expo starts on Thursday, and right. so so we finished. Let's let's start. So we finished Walt Disney World Marathon on Sunday. Um, both of us left on Monday. You left um, at some godforsaken hour. I did because I live on the other effing side of the country, so it takes <laughs> me all day to get home. So um, I think my flight was at like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. And God bless Rebecca. Um, who's our marathon cheerleader and, um, you know, our DVC person for, uh, you know, marathon weekend. She is such a trooper. She hauled her, her high knee out of bed, um, after cheering us on. And it was not an ugly, uh, it was an ugly cheer for her too, because we took forever, um, that day, um, to take me to the airport. Um, and then came back and, and, and got her kids and got you and got everybody all sorted. But I, I, yeah, it was early. Took me all day. Um, we both went back on Monday um, in order to essentially uh, do a little work. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people ask us, "How do you do all these races? Do you have a real job?" Yes, we both have real jobs. Um, we are both lucky in the fact that we have jobs that um, allow us to work from home when we're not having to travel for those jobs. Um, so a lot of the times when we're at races, we'll go do things and then we'll come back and work for a number of hours. Um, to take care of our responsibilities. Um, but we went home on Monday. Um, we all worked um, really pretty mon uh, Monday, Tuesday, part of Wednesday, um, because if I remember correctly, we all got on planes um, and ended up in California on Wednesday. Is that correct? I ended up in California on Wednesday. I went down to... We oh, have yeah, I actually came back on, on, on Thursday morning, right? Cause yeah. I had, I had, yeah, I had actually, like, actual work to do. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I got home on Monday... Um, I took, I think I took a, like a one o'clock out. I actually, you know, I wanted to it's stay. It's not so bad. It's not yeah. so bad going from Orlando to the East coast. Cause you can get there in a couple hours. Yeah. Like when I go from Orlando to like Arizona, it takes literally all, it's at least five hours, if not eight hours, depending on if you have a layover. Right. It's a long day. Yeah. Right. So I had my long day because I was going from Connecticut all the way to, um, California. Actually, I didn't fly out of Connecticut. I flew out of, um. New York, so I and you drove. Got a ridiculously cheap flight. I got like a insanely dick. Yeah, yeah, like it was. It was ridiculous. It was really it was cheap. Monopoly money. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "What? I'll drive to LaGuardia for that." 
So it was like $75 um, Southwest. I had to do a connection, but I didn't care because it was, I don't care. It was $75 from New York to L.A. I was actually like, I used my points. um, And I went from Tucson to Phoenix, Phoenix to Orange County. Um, So it ended up being, if I drive from Tucson to Orange County, it's about seven and a half, eight hours, depending on whether you hit traffic or not. So like, you know, in my mind, I look at what I make an hour as an actual job. Um, and I price that out, and if I can get a cheaper flight, then, you know, why would I drive, right? Right. Um, so I ended up getting lucky um, and ended up being able to fly. Um, so it worked out um, really, really good. So, so everybody flew, and I had plenty of time to make costumes because I was in charge of our 5K costumes, um, and we were we had held off a little bit. But wait, I'm not done with my little story. <laughs> So, so I flew out of um, New York to L.A., and um, since um, Gail wasn't coming in until Thursday, I decided to stay at a cheap hotel around the corner, which is the Holiday Inn on, um, I don't know what roads it's, it's on. It's around the corner. It's actually not bad. We stayed there for... Um, Star Wars last year. Star Wars last year. Yeah. Yeah. We really, it wasn't bad at all. Not no. a bad gig at all. So my room cost was like $70. And, and you got, you got um, I got upgraded. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Don't say it was a horrible suite because for $70, it was a, the Minnie Mouse suite at the Holiday Inn. And this Holiday Inn is literally walking distance right around the corner. It's right behind on the parking garage. And, you know, if very I was a family, very easy. Yeah. It, it had a uh, full kitchen. It had a living room with a pullout, and it had two queen beds and one bathroom. So if I was a family and I wanted to go to Disneyland, $70? That was an awesome deal. I I wonder what the normal price for it is. Because you did get upgraded. Because you were probably a one-night hole. So someone who's worked in a hotel, like somebody who only has a one-night reservation, you're like, I'm going to put this person in this great room because I only have one night where I need to fill this. So Yeah, but if your kids, if you had kids oh, who weren't in. I mean, it's not a bad room. I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm just saying. A little bit over the top. You have to admit to that. Oh, yes. But you know what? <laughs> having, having had a little girl, she would have loved okay. it. And I the mean, kitchen thing, the kitchen thing was awesome. Although for one night it doesn't do you any good. But if you were there for the whole weekend, the kitchen thing is like amazing. I'm just saying that if you were with a family and oh, yeah. your kids weren't in school yet, this is the perfect time to go to Disneyland when other people's kids are in school and you could right. do it on the cheap. So yes, yes. that and was I, my whole point would, with that. I would hazard a guess and I, I'm, I'm like 99.99999% sure that even if you got the, the Mickey suite at Holiday Inn, it's going to be way less expensive than even a standard room at any of the... Oh, the absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it I, was a great hotel. Like I said, we've stayed there before. Um, it ended up working up great. We just... Um, we didn't stay there this time because we had a number of us, um, and we were in a, a larger group, and so it made sense for us um, to split uh, costs um, with a bunch of us uh, to stay at Disney. Um, so, like... We have stayed off property. Um, the ones that are within walking distance are, are fantastic. The, the great thing about Disneyland, I think, compared to Walt Disney World, is there's some great, really nice 
really affordable hotels within walking distance. Yeah, we've um, stayed at the California. Hilton. Yeah, there's a bunch of them that are, you know, like the Hilton and the Marriott. They're at the convention center are really nice. We've stayed at that Holiday Inn a number of times. We've heard we've, people talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I've stayed at the Fairfield Inn on the other side of um, Disneyland, and I really like that one as well. Yeah, there's a number of them that are really close and, and really affordable. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, go out and, and check it out. Um, you know, obviously, if you can stay on Disney property, it's great because you can literally walk downstairs from your from your hotel room to get to the start and the finish of the races. But there is a, a, a huge number of, of hotels where if you're willing to walk like a quarter mile or so, um, I think it was. You can save. I think last year I we um, figured out how far away we were, and we were like less than a mile, but it was really around like point eight, point nine. So, right, and we were staying at the Hilton, right? So we no, 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 points. no. We were staying at um, the Holiday Inn. We stayed at the Hilton for Avengers, and we stayed at the Holiday Inn for Star Wars. And I would say they're both about the same distance, right? Only coming from different locations. I think it's got to be close. They are. They're just. It seemed like. Mm, yeah, they are. They are. It's yeah. just where you come in and out of the park. Right, right. And like I said, they're, you know, it, um, I we like, both, Kimberly I, and I both travel for work, so we have um, points. the rewards points from a number of hotels. From and all so, the hotels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what we've done in the past. Which ones work here? here? <laughs> yeah, for Hilton and Marriott, we've been able to get, you know, free rooms in the past. Um, because of combining points and stuff that we get from work travel. So that's been huge. Um, and that Hilton and that Marriott at the convention center are both great. And there's a um, Starbucks. Starbucks in the lobby of the Hilton, which is fantastic. Um, and they have a tendency to open it up early um, and keep it open after the races. So um, that's been a, a godsend. And if you have Hilton points, in fact, I've gotten breakfast vouchers that work for that Starbucks. So not only is it open, but like... It's covered in your Hilton points, which is amazing. <laughs> so let's talk about the, um, we digress, let's talk about the expo. So um, because I was on East Coast time, I sprang out of bed at like 6 a.m. And you were there before me, so you were on expo duty. Yes, I was. So um, I had to do some work because, you know, yes. I was taking, I was taking um, technically Thursday and Friday off because I was carrying over vacation time, if you can believe it. I still had 36 hours of vacation time to use from 2015. I know people find that hard to believe, but... Me too, me too. <laughs> so I had, used that, I had used that for Walt Disney World, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so I was on expo duty, and the expo officially opened at 10 a.m., but knowing what we knew about last year, Jessica Tiny Tiki was on expo duty last year, and the merchandise last year was awesome for Star Wars, the inaugural oh, Star Wars. she was all over that. Like, like uh, she was amazing. So we both came in late, and I remember coming into the hotel room we were staying at that um, holiday, and, and Tiny Tiki, you have to realize she's about five foot tall, um, and had walked about a quarter mile from the Disneyland Hotel where the um, expo was to Hilton carrying, what, like seven, <laughs> seven gigantic Disneyland bags because she was like, I didn't know what you want. I didn't know. I, I figured I would just buy it. So she had, she had literally bought like everything in the expo. In flip-flops too. Remember yeah, she walked. Yeah, in flip-flops. And yeah. walked in flip-flops. And had bought everything. So by the time we got there, we had, I mean, it was literally like a mall in our in our hotel room she had set everything up and said try it on 
decide if you like it. If not, we'll return it. And it so, was great. It was great. So oh, I, I love the merchandise. I spent way a lot of money. On yeah, we spent a lot of money last year. So I was prepared. I saved our pennies, you know, yeah. and we didn't buy anything at the um, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. We bought three no, glasses. that's the joy that, you know, that's really the joy of Dopey. You get so many shirts at Dopey. Well, you know, but, but we have been running it. You That was your 11th year. It was my yeah. 8th year. And I don't know. my favorite logo. No, it just wasn't, there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything that we needed that we didn't, we needed to buy. I would really love for them to come out with a really good dopey jacket, but I, I think yeah, I have. Yeah, said that on the previous one. Oh, so sorry. So we really only bought those, um, those, uh, wine glasses. Wine glasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so we bought one for us, um, and we bought one for Photobomb Becca. Yeah, so, so I was prepared. So Kim was, Kim was on, Kim was on Star Wars duty, and she knew that. Um, you know, the great thing about Kim and I is we have very similar tastes when it comes to clothes and stuff like that. The only thing I had to do with Kim was talk her down from jackets because that, you know, Kim has a jacket addition, uh, addiction. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I think we did really, really well at this one too. I had ordered a number of the, um, pre-sale stuff. Um, so well, let me talk up? about let me talk about the expo. So, yeah. so I get there to the expo. I think I got there around eight eight fifteen. I got my coffee and my breakfast over at the um, is it the terrace? Ta oh, Tangaroa Terrace. I love Tangaroa, Tangaroa Terrace. Okay, my favorite breakfast place. Mm -hmm. So I oh, got my good. breakfast because I, if I'm going to be waiting in line, I want to be fed, so I'm not hangry. So I um, get up there and. You know, the, the crowd wasn't too bad. I was already in the second color wristband when I arrived. I was probably like, I don't know, six or seven rows back. And, um, you know, they were showing movies when I got there. And I basically dropped my, my bag, my computer bag, and went around and said hi to my friends. So um, the hour flew by, and they started bringing us down to the expo at about 9.30. And I think I got in like... You know, 10 minutes after, I didn't even look at my watch. So um, when we went down to the expo, um, it was before the time the expo opened. The expo opened at 10. We didn't get down until uh, 9.30. And I was... Well, like I said, for those of you that aren't aware, they have a habit lately of opening expos about 30 minutes prior to what the advertised time is. Yeah, and unfortunately... It was also the same time as my New Balance call time for another pair of shoes. Of course, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. But I had already, you know, reserved them, so I knew they were just waiting for me. But, um, so, get down there, and I was disappointed with the merchandise. I mean, I kept on sending you photos of the merchandise, and you're like, eh, you Yeah, know. and I'm sitting in the airport in Tucson going, uh... No, <laughs> no, no. I'm like, I really just still want the wine glass. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, should I get this jacket? There was a jacket that says the force is strong or something like that on the back. But it really wasn't that pretty. And I just, you no, know. No, and the problem was is, is, is what was disappointing was the pre-order jacket last year um, was fantastic. I really, really liked it. It was the courses. Uh, what was it? May the, the course, course be, be with, with you. you. Yes. May the course be with you. It was just black and it had, you know, the good... Um, Star Wars inaugural half logo on the front and it said may the course be with you and I really really liked that jacket 
And because I really, really like that jacket, and I live in Arizona, so I don't really need a whole lot of jackets, so I'm not a jacket person. I'm usually the person who's trying to talk Kim down from buying a jacket. Because I live in Connecticut, and we need I jackets. I but you have, you have, still have a lot of jackets. You can, um, no, I like my jackets. I know, but at $85 a pop, right? Yeah, it needs um, to be special. Yeah, and so... We had really, really liked the pre-order last year, and we both had actually ordered it, and, and I and I still wear that a lot, and I get a lot of compliments. I love that jacket. Yeah, and I get a lot of compliments even when I wear it um, around town. So I live in a town where um, we have a defense contractor who I work for, um, so there's a lot of nerds in town. So a lot of nerds are Star Wars people, so they're like, oh, I love that jacket, right? Um, so I was really kind of excited about the potential for this year's pre-order jacket. So when I had signed up for the race... I had signed up for um, the pre-order jacket. And I forgot about it because I didn't yeah, want to so spend another $100. It as good as the other one, right? So, like, we went and we looked at it. And I, and I didn't dislike the jacket. It was very kind of like, you know, the problem is, is, like, to me, Star Wars came out in the 70s. And that, the jacket almost looked like 80s to me. Um, but it wasn't enough of a cool design for me to warrant like $85 for it. Um, so for those of you that have done pre-orders and may or may not know, if you do a pre-order for um, the jacket or um, the bundles or the pins, if you go to pick it up and you don't like it, they will allow you to return it. Which I wish I knew yeah, beforehand. Like, yeah, there was a really bad marathon jacket in there that, that we were both stuck with. Um, but now I wear it every time I'm doing anything I don't care about. Um, so it's like my one crappy running jacket that, like, if I fall over and get run over by a car, I don't care about. Um, but I was able to return the jacket because it was really, really not my thing. No. Um, not my style. Um, so, you know... Kudos for them for allowing us to, to return those because, you know, $85 is a lot of money. And if you don't like the jacket, um, but to our point, we've said in a number of other podcasts, the ability to pre-order stuff is actually kind of nice because then you don't feel like you're like having to slug it out with other people. But there wasn't, there wasn't birth, that. Right? Okay. Yeah. So the, we weren't at the expo last year until later we no, didn't show up till later yeah, so but really what we heard was that it was quite an event people were just grabbing things shoving yeah. them into jack um, bags and everything like that and I think that the energy that was around for the first inaugural um, Star Wars weekend was not here for the second is an um, light side weekend and I think it's you know everyone's all jazzed about the dark side now so you kind of well, felt that it was very chill as Jessica yeah, would say, it was very and chill. And I think Disneyland is always slightly more chill than Walt Disney World. I well, think that's an understatement. Size, right? <laughs> but I think the thing that's interesting to note is, you know, for the last couple of years, there's been a number of people who come in and buy the max you can buy of stuff, right? So they come in and they'll, they're not running... They don't know anybody who's running. They come in um, and they just buy crap um, so that they can sell it on eBay um, for a profit. And, you know, I, I live in America. God bless consumerism. But, you know, I, I think there's there's something that should be said about that first day being reserved for the people who are there to run the race, right, so that people can get a chance to buy their merchandise, I, you know, 
New Balance has understood that. So the first day that you can sign up for the New Balance queue, you have to sign up with a your runner bib, number. Yep, your runner number. Yeah, but it's so, you, you know, know what, honestly. They're if, getting better at that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just disappointing, you know, because, you know, if you sign up for a Disney race that has, you know, maybe two or three, sometimes four races for the weekend, and you're only running maybe one or two of those races, why should you get penalized? For not coming in for that long, and I and I, think I just that wish they would do more in the pre-order. Pre-order, yeah. Yeah, because they, they you've had to solve that problem easy. Here's the things that sell out: um, wine glasses. I mean, like sweaty um, bands, magnets, sweaty bands. the ornaments that are new. You know, yeah, the jacket. And they show us, know. please show us what it looks like. You know, Thanks. you don't have to give us, you it, you can just be like, this is the wine glass that, because you know that they had to put in the order for this stuff a while ago. Eons ago, yeah. Right. So yeah. you know what it looks like. So anyway, enough said. Other right. than that, um, I think. Expo good. Like, we, didn't, we didn't spend very much money. Once again. We spent $20. Yeah. So we, we, we bought a wine glass at Walt Disney World half. I mean, the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend, and we really just bought a wine glass at Well, and sneakers. I bought sneakers. Well, sneakers don't count, right? <laughs> no, because we're going to use sneakers them. Sneakers are their own special thing. But, so that's all I did for yeah. um, the expo. You know, I got my photo with my lightsaber, and I, I went around to the different um, booths and, and just went to go check them out, Dr. Cool and Sweaty Bands. And, and I got there, what, what? One or two, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Were you there for lunch? Yes, I was there. I no, no, no. I had lunch with. I had lunch. I had lunch with. Um, I with Sterling. Okay, so I had gotten there like right after. Yeah. Yeah, you had gotten there after. So anyway, expo was good. It was very. Um, it was just really low key this year. That's nice. Yes, it was nice. So. Five K. So so. You had checked out of Holiday Inn by that morning. Yes, I had. Um, and I had brought, I had brought. Everything you own. <laughs> I had brought. Like a homeless person, yeah. Well, the thing that was really, I had two um, American Tourister uh, spinny wheel luggage, but um, I had brought my Run Disney roller bag of 97 medals. Yeah, and so, you know, your comment of, hey, bring all your medals. Now you know my pain. Yeah, it was it was heavy. That's all it's, I have to it's, say. It's not a light carry-on. Let me just nor, say, nor do nor does TSA really understand. No, TSA. Well, TSA enjoyed looking at every single medal, but what was really funny were these men who were trying to help me. God bless bless their heart because they were being such such helpful gentlemen. But when he took my my roller bag and tried to lift it over on the carry-on overhead, he was like, what do you have in here? <laughs> it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, and I think, I think part of the joke was when I did that last summer, I think the question was, what did that, I mean, it was 50-some pounds. I mean, if I remember correctly. I, I didn't weigh it. it. Well, no, you had asked me to weigh mine, like, as a joke. You're like, well, I don't know what you're complaining about. It's got wheels. I'm like, no, no, no. This thing would be heavy. And I remember the joke was I brought it, you know, and I'd only come from Arizona to California to do the pictures. And I'd hauled them all in my Run Disney, you know, roller tote. And, like, my roller tote was trashed by the time we got done. And so I remember talking to Run Disney people, and I'm like, you guys need to give me a new roller tote because, like, I brought all your medals for this picture. <laughs> and my tote is, like, dead. 
Yeah, I don't know what you did to it because mine's just fine, but whatever. So the 5K. Let's talk about the 5K. Are you coughing? Are you having a hard time? I am. I still have fun from, you know, feeling crappy on Marathon Day. So right before... Right before um, the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, um, Run Disney introduced new costume and safety guidelines. And um, it was like about two days. And we had some, you know, we had to think about our costumes and, and how it would affect us. And, and It wasn't so bad for Walt Disney World because we had actually had, I think, for the most part, I mean, I think it affected our 5K because the 5Ks are where we tend to go crazy because it's just a 5K, right? Right. Um, but it, we had to make a couple adjustments to 5Ks, but it was really going to impact our Star Wars one. So we were really kind of holding off doing a lot of um, construction for Star Wars until we heard. And so, ironically, what's funny is when I flew home from... Walt Disney World, I had to make three um, 5K costumes in like a day and a half (laughs) Um, because I wanted to make sure that like they would actually work right um, before we could do it. We had, we had a hilarious idea that we were going to do for the 10K that ended up. Can you, do you see me? No. Are you on video? Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm waving at myself. Oh, no. Oh, who knows? Mm-hmm. So obviously you can see our production value is low because we really don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so so I had I had held off. We, we had ideas for the 5K to 10K and a half, obviously, um, for Star Wars. And, you know, I'm an engineer by trade, and so, like, I, I'm all in for Star Wars, right? If I don't go all in for Star Wars, I get voted off the engineering island. Um, so we'd had a number of ideas, and... We had heard rumblings about the changes to the costume issue, and and we were a little worried. And so we went ahead and and took care of our Walt Disney World costumes because we were less worried about those. They were pretty much costumes we thought we could get through. Uh, But there was a number of things that we weren't sure about Star Wars. So we we had originally planned to do the Cantina Band for Star Wars, and we had talked about this, what, Oh, months ago. Yeah. Months, months and months ago. Cause yes. We had, we had talked to uh, Nicole um, and her mom, Katie, about joining us because they were the ones that had joined us on our Inside Out costumes and said, hey, you know, are you running Star Wars? Do you want to do a costume with us? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so um, in the end, uh, Nicole was the only one that ended up doing it with us. And we were like, we're going to do Cantina Band and, and, you know, we're going to do it big and all of this kind of stuff. And then we were concerned about... Um, you know, one being able to bring instruments because they said no props. Yeah, and, and like you don't you don't really get cantina band if you don't have the instruments, right? You like you gotta have kind of have the instruments. Um, and then we had an idea for the 10k, which I think we can modify and make work next year. Um, but we didn't want to really deal with this first year because we weren't sure it was going to work. And so right. you know, we were at a point where we were like, oh crap, what do we do? Um, and so for the 5k. I got home from Walt Disney World Monday night, and by night I mean like, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock at night, um, and I knew I was leaving Thursday morning, and so I ended up making three cantina band costumes uh, between 9 o'clock Monday night 
um, and midnight on Wednesday before I hopped on the plane. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think they, tri- they were hilarious. I really think they were funny. Well, Jack um, calls them the big butts. Yes, yeah, but they were funny, right? That's what they look like. Well, I, I got a kick out of the woman who, um, when we were going through security, she just stopped us because she's, she wanted to know, she wanted to double check our costume to make sure that it would be allowed through by Run Disney um, costume police or security police. And, um, but she wanted to take a photo first. Remember that? And, yeah, and I was like, well, you can have a photo if you let us go through. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So, if you've seen pictures of what we did, we did the, the um, original Star Wars Cantina band, um, and there were three of us. It was it was Kimberly and I and, and our friend Nicole, um, and I had done um, foam heads similarly constructed to what we did for Inside Out. But you know, essentially, they just pulled on our heads. So I'm like, it's essentially a hat. And then, other than that, we really just had black uh, running tights on and a black chef's jacket and then we had instruments who which were i think fairly minimal right so they they yeah they were they were fine i mean really they were nothing about the heads and i'm like you can squish my head it's 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 you know it's foam it was essentially a foam hat right and so they were like okay i'm like i'll take it off you can feel it and they're like no but i'm like lady if you want to take a picture of us if you think it's funny enough to take a picture of us you can take a picture but you gotta let us go through yeah Um, and what's funny is she let us go through um, and then someone from StarWars.com ended up coming and taking a picture um, of us and everything. Um, but we had a good time. I actually had um, my uh, fuel belt underneath my uh, chef's jacket, and I had a Bluetooth speaker that was playing um, a number of different versions of the Cantina band song. So um, there was swing, a, there was yeah, disco. We wonder, but we had a couple different uh, genres <laughs> of our one-hit wonder. Um, um, and it was funny because it wasn't terribly loud, but people would be standing next to us and they're like, I, I think I hear the, I'm like, yeah, you hear the music. It's okay. <laughs> and people would giggle. So, um, it was good. So, it was a hit. Yeah. I, think I was happy with it. It was funny. Yeah. And, and the thing about the 5k is so much of that race is in the dark is there was, um, there was a number of amazing, like, so we stopped at the first stop and it was Boba Fett. No, 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 no. So we stopped at the first stop and it was Chewbacca and it was at 0.8 of a mile. And we waited in that Chewbacca line forever. Oh, like 20 minutes, right. But we ended up seeing, we ended up waiting with a couple people who had fantastic costumes themselves. It was Mm -hmm. like a Shaka and and somebody else. It was like a, um, it was a Rapunzel. It was oh, uh, she tangled. Was, she was, yeah, she was Rapunzel, Leia Rapunzel or Rapunzel Fett or something like that. Yeah. It was, and it was a shock of, they were both like fantastic. So we ended up taking pictures of them and we spent a lot of the race with them because we well, were kind of like the back of the back No. Of the so what happened was there was only three corrals, right? And we were in, we were in A, but because Nicole was in B, we moved back to, you know, start with the one who was the one who had the lowest number or lowest letter. So by the time we got out of the Chewbacca line, there was no one else around. Oh, it's like we were the only people on the course. We were like, this was, this is what it must feel like to like be the leader. Because we were like, um, are we going the right way? <laughs> it was awesome, though. I enjoyed I mean, oh, it was yeah, dark. Like, we had yeah, no so idea was, where to go. So it was you and Nicole and I. And then it was the person dressed as Ashaka and the person who was dressed as the, the, the Rapunzel mashup. And we were all just kind of walking and we're like, 
I've never felt what it was like to be like leaving a race. And Autumn was with us. Yeah, yeah, and Autumn, she had a fantastic costume, and Daryl was with us. Yes. Um, with his C-3PO goofy costume. So it was the three of us, and we got to basically, we did um, that awesome photo with the, the wildest train in the, uh, in the yeah, wilderness. Yeah, I we made it almost three miles before we started seeing other people. It was, it was a lot. We went past the, um, the front of the castle. We went into, um, they had the rebels uh, lined up in Tomorrowland, and then we went into Disney's California Adventure, and that's when we started to see people. You know? Yeah, and what I thought was interesting with this one compared to other Disneyland 5Ks that we've done is I really felt like they were, I don't know if rushing us was the right word. They were they shooing were, us along. Yeah, they were encouraging us to keep moving, right? Well, so, no, they, they didn't even encourage us. They, they were basically <laughs> telling us to move, keep on moving. Move, move. Yeah. Do not stop and take a photo. You need to move. So like, yeah, which is different because you know, you know, ironically, we joke about having done Inside Out and having what, like a two-hour and ten-minute fifteen k. Yeah, and they were. We never felt like we were getting shoot. I mean, we kept moving, right? We were walking the whole time. It wasn't like we were stopping. Um, but this was a very kind of different vibe. It was very much like. Keep moving, get done. We need you to move, 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 move. Well, they did that last year. They had closed the character lines last year as well. And, and you know, I think that's, you know, we by the time we got to BB-8, they had closed the character lines. So when we got to um, the the characters from the Rebels, that was that was closed. We were told to keep on moving. When we got to BB-8, that was closed. We were kept to keep. We're told to keep on keep on moving. And then when we got to R2D2 and C3PO. It was closed. We were told to keep on moving. And so, that's a bummer when you're spending $100 to run a 5K, right? Because well, it's $80 plus whatever the active fees it's are. It's 100 bucks, you know, essentially by the time you get done with it. Um, and, you know, it's billed as a non-timed event. And, I, you know, and I understand they want you to get done um, so that they can get the park open. But it's just, it's vastly different than... The vibe we've gotten for the last couple that weren't Star Wars related, so it was a it was a bit of a a bummer, right? Right, and we had, I, we had fun. I mean, we were able to make our own character stops, and we ran into um, Kylie, um, and, you know, took pictures with her, and so luckily we knew enough people on the course that. You know, when we weren't allowed to take a picture with the official characters, we were able to do stuff with us. But, I, you know, that's kind of a bummer when you spend that much money. Yeah, it, it's definitely a bummer. I mean, I felt... I felt I just felt not... I felt, I felt gypped. Rushed. I yeah. felt rushed. <laughs> I felt rushed and I felt gypped. And, and I know we finished. I don't have my official Garmin time. I can look it up in a minute once I've finished talking. But I know it was like an hour and 30 minutes that we finished no, that and race. there was plenty of people behind us. We were not the last people by any stretch of Well, the, the people that were behind us were people who were still in the character lines. Yes. So, I mean... I say we weren't the last people. I mean, that's just not good, people. I mean, what if I had, you know, you know, my whole family and I spent uh, $320, not including active fees? I'd be quite livid. And yeah, I was, and I was upset last, myself. Yeah. Especially if you were in the last corral, and by the time you get to something, it's already closed, right? So right. That's, that's a bit of a bummer, especially in a race that's billed as non-timed. Right? Well, I don't think it's billed as a family race, but still, if you were walking, which we were because we had those big heads, but we weren't. We were walking with purpose. We weren't lollygagging. Oh yeah, no. So anyway, 
But what did you think of the course? I thought it was good. You know, um, I I tend to like Disneyland courses better than Walt Disney World because, um, you know, I worked at Walt Disney World, so I'm very familiar with backstage areas at Walt Disney World. Um, the problem with any race at Disneyland is, you know, God bless them, they start them a little bit earlier so that we can get off the streets, and that's because they do a lot of their activity on Anaheim public streets. And so those races all start at like 5.30 in the morning. It's dark out, right? It's dark. Um, So I would say, you know, what, 50% of this race, it was pitch black out, Um, which is fun, but, you know, to our point that we've talked about at a couple other uh, podcasts, your, your pictures don't turn out all that great all the time because it's dark. It's really dark. Yeah. And it's hard to see with when you're wearing sunglasses. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Most people aren't wearing sunglasses, right? But I thought it was good. You know, I wish there were more character stops. I wish that, you know, they were open. If you if you can't, you know, keep the character lines open for, um, you know, the droids and, and Chewbacca and everything, you know, can you can you... Can can you give us a choice then? Can you maybe yeah, do? Yeah, can you add a chipmunk? Yeah. Yeah. Can can you add something maybe right across the street from Chewbacca or a little bit further down so you could say, okay, well, Chewbacca's here, but Boba Fett's there. Okay, you know, unless you're in Corral A and the first one there, I'm not going to be able to get my photo, and that's just yeah. not. So, we got so one you, photo. Yeah. Do you spread those out with princesses and and the Fab Five and and other things? And so I think that there's ways that they can do that. Yeah, because yeah, it's a lot of money to spend for a 5K. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think that's. I think that you know, I I I absolutely did enjoy it. Um, you know, I think that they still have to figure out the character issues like they did last year. I mean, to me, it was kind of like a repeat, and I think it was yeah, a little bit the worse. Interesting thing to note, the interesting thing to note is the only two disneyland races where this seems to be an issue is where the characters are licensed right so it seems to be an issues with avengers mm-hmm. and it seems to be an issues with star wars because when you run um tink 5k and when you run the disneyland 5k and they're not dealing with some of those characters that they own that they don't really own you know and i say own in like quotation marks um it doesn't seem as rushed it doesn't seem as um, hurried. It doesn't seem like they need to close things off as often. And, and I understand that some of that is that those Avengers characters and those Star Wars characters aren't in the park as much um, as some of those other ones. But, you know, well, to our point we talked about earlier, you can you can have a Star Wars character and then you can have, like, a regular Disney character and then you can have a Star Wars character and you can have a Disney character where people can make choices and if one is closed, then they potentially have the option for the other. Well, well and here's the other thing. People were saying, well, now you can go to Launch Bay and, and see Chewbacca and Star Wars and, and Boba Fett. I mean, Star Wars. Um, Chewbacca and Darth Vader and um, Boba Fett and etc. But, you know, I didn't... What if I didn't have a park ticket and I spent my $100 park ticket to do this 5K race, which was essentially the same price? I think the other piece of it is, too, with the new costume changes, is that you can't go into the park in your costume if you're an adult. And so some of the joy of some of those Star Wars pictures of, you know, if I've spent time, you know, doing a Cantina band costume and I want to have 
a picture with Chewie or I want to have a picture, um, you know, with Boba Fett, I can't wear my cantina band costume into the park during normal park hours because that's not allowed anymore. And so while I can go get a standard picture with those people at Launch Bay wearing my medal, I can't do it in my costume. Um, and not bad, not good, but different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those are some things to take into consideration because a lot of people, and, and we're not, we're not not those people, right? Sometimes, you know, spend a lot of time on their costumes, and getting that picture with the character is part of the reason why they spend those times, you know, with the costumes. And when you're not allowed to do that, that's kind of a bummer, especially when you spend a lot of money. Right. Right. So, well, not to say we didn't like the 5K. We actually had a great time. Um, yeah. We made our was, own fun. We it was it was hilarious. We had a great time. I um, enjoyed r- running with or um I'm using air quotes here. Running with <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> I enjoyed I love when you um I I love the course. I love how much time it spent within the park. I felt I loved having the park to myself. <laughs> and yes, you and really did. and like, understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the course, uh, it was good. The medal was good. The medal was um, uh, Luke Skywalker. I Star Wars, yeah, I thought all the Star Wars medals this weekend were really, really good. Um, and for the most part, they were different than last year. There was a couple that were similar, but um, but we're just you know, talking they, about the five K right now. Yeah, so. yeah. They had done. They had done. Um, due diligence to make it different. But like I said, I enjoy this. I like the 5Ks. I like the 5Ks just because um, it's a different crowd that comes out for the 5Ks. It's much more relaxed. It's much more congenial. Um, did you see a lot of children? I don't know if yeah, I noticed a lot yeah, of children there. You did? Yeah, we okay. saw a lot of children. We saw a lot of people walking. I remember, um, you know, when we would we would go through with our costumes, we'd get a lot of chuckles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when we dress up, that's, you know, we, we joke and say that that's our, that's our barometer to know that we did good when people walk by and they chuckle. Um, and we had a lot of people who were like, oh, Cantina Band. Um, you know, so that's always fun. Um, and it's just nice when you can just kind of hang, right? There's a little bit less pressure in these 5Ks than there are in the timed events. And um, I just like them. It's fun. Uh, it's kind of easygoing. Yeah. And it's a, it's a nice kind of shakeout, you know, for some of the other races that are taking place. Because I know a lot of people will do the challenges um, and may not even consider uh, the 5K in part because it's a day earlier. Or maybe you have to take another day of vacation um, or it's a non-timed event. Um, but we always seem to have a really good time when we do 5Ks. Yeah, I've um, always loved the 5Ks. I've been doing them for, you know, I think only since 2011 but if I come down for a race weekend I, I have to do a 5k because I well, think shorter, the most right fun. so they're shorter so if you're gonna do like you know costume crazy um you know and, and it's a little bit harder you have to be a little bit more creative now with uh all the guidelines but with any of the guidelines right but you know this has always been the 5k is always been the time we can go crazy because it's a much shorter race right and you can historically walk it and um be oh. fine um, but it's still fun. Um, it's still great to see families um, completing this event together, um, you know, with their small children, um, and to see the smiles on their faces when they get medals and things like that. So I, I really enjoy the 5Ks. 
Um, a lot of fun. So, I, I, you know, I wish they, they would give us more character opportunities, like I said, especially in the Star Wars and the Avengers one. Um, but, you know, we still had a good time. I so I think that we beat this horse dead. Yes. So let's wrap this up and let's move on to the 10K. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, email us at runalltheraces at yahoo.com. If you have a chance, would you get over to iTunes and review us? And um, from all of us, from uh, Perfectly Goofy Gale and myself, we'll uh, see you next time. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Run All The Races. Bye, everybody. <laughs>